0: Welcome back to Tyranny podcast. My name is Trent Ortner, and I am working here with the, on the Untyranny Park podcast for Voices for Liberty. And I've got two special guests today. Um, I've got Jeremy Todd and Lauren Liberty. How's it going today, guys?
1: Hello. A little Hi, sore.
0: Jeremy. So been so,
1: rehydrating. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> tell us about yourself, Jeremy.
1: Uh, my name is Jeremy Todd. I am um, originally from Birmingham, Alabama, born and raised uh, in the state of Alabama. Uh, currently reside in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, very close to Lauren. And uh, I've been in sales for 13 years. Uh, so on the Brian Nichols show every other week and in some random episodes, I share the perspective of where sales and politics can meet and the skills you learn in sales and how to apply them in politics. I'm also the volunteer coordinator for the AZLP with Lauren, founder of Liberty Unity, chair of the Carnegie Caucus, and yeah, a random guy on Twitter. That's me.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for coming out, Jeremy. Welcome what about you? Let's learn some more that Jeremy hasn't already told us.
2: Sure. So, um, I'm actually originally from, sorry, there is a a bug in my face. Uh, I am originally from New York. Um, I moved to Arizona about a little over two years ago. Uh, I, when I moved down here, I actually have been a libertarian since 2008, but was never involved in the party in any official capacity. So I, um, began to get more involved here. And I am the second vice chair and communications director for the AZLP and also communications chair for Maricopa County. Uh, and yeah, also a random guy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, sometimes you got to be a random guy on Twitter to get make some noise, you know. That's right. Made some good uh, connections there, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely, I definitely met a lot of not good people on Twitter. I mean, but you know, there are a lot of shitheads, but it, it, it's still a solid uh, messaging source. The yeah. you know, the medium is the message. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we're going to talk about uh, abortion legislation and uh, this new law in Texas that um, is basically making abortion illegal. That. Or anything past six weeks and you know, most women don't even know they're pregnant right. by that time. Like I, I <laughs> it, really, you really got to catch them early, I guess here in Texas.
2: And that's a great point there. I mean, you hear these stories of women that go full term and get, and they're in labor and they didn't even know they were pregnant for the whole nine months. So how, I mean, how can we expect people to know as six weeks and and sooner?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, look at like the the reasons for abortion, like people people think that abortions are just all these irresponsible kids. that don't know what they're doing. There are those. But there are also many medical emergency abortions that need to take place because it's killing the host. And it's not.
2: Um, I mean, the other thing is contraceptives fail, rape happens. Like there's a numerous amount of reasons that somebody may feel like they need to make that decision. And even if it is just something as simple as an unplanned pregnancy, who am I to tell somebody else what is the right choice for them? I I can't decide that. Nobody runs their own lives better than themselves. I, I can't decide that for somebody else.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now to be the, the 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 Alabamian in the room and be the, the person that grew up in this sort of environment. I will tell you that the the argument made is that, well, this isn't a one person choice. Uh, and the question would be, is uh, how, how if somebody is on the, this is the best argument I've heard. If somebody's on a ventilator, how do you determine if they're alive, if they're alive or dead? Um, and it's typically heart rate and brain activity. And that is what we use for somebody who has been birthed to decide whether that is an alive person or not. And so the medical evidence may show that, well, this this fetus has a heartbeat uh, and, and they they can go about showing that it potentially has brain activity. And so now you're talking about two people. I think the big where the rubber always meets the road, especially from a libertarian perspective is what, at what point does a fetus begin to have rights? And that, because people disagree very far across the spectrum on that question is why we see legislation like this come about.
0: And you know, those are solid points. You know, another argument that I heard was, uh, you know, the father that is the, the, the parent for the uh for the the, the the woman planning or trying to go get an abortion the the other the other side of, of the equation in the pregnancy what you know shouldn't they have a voice like you know i've heard people say that you know that maybe those people should you know have some sort of say in this for it to be done um what do you guys think about that
1: well i can I I can share from my perspective on this. I tweeted about this the other day because I I, listen, I know this is incredibly complicated and there are tons of situations. Obviously a rapist or somebody like that should have no say in this decision. Somebody who's committed somebody who has conceived this baby in the process of a crime should, should have no opinion in this whatsoever. Fuck them. But um, as a father uh, right now, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me and I am extremely privileged that I do not have to go at raising my son alone but if that were the only choice I were given I would I would take that choice I would go and raise my son alone and I know it's far more complex than hey woman carry this baby for nine months and then give it to me I know that's not that's not a good place to stand but I feel I, – I just believe that conversation should maybe happen more. Uh, I'm not saying from a legislative standpoint rights need to be changed and women should be forced to carry a baby just because the father wants it, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's some real is sketchy ground. you know. I, I see right. that. But I feel like the conversation should happen a little bit more than it does, that single fatherhood is an option in these cases.
2: Uh, to kind of add to your point, I agree that is something that I have also thought of because, yeah, the that's the other fifty percent of their DNA. It it takes two to make a child, and it is really tough because the father really has no say. You can go, and I mean, not, I don't just making up a hypothetical situation, but. If you break up and now all of a sudden you know you you hate this person and you go and have an abortion, it's like well that's not really fair to the other party and to that you know potential life. Um, a big thing that makes it very subjective is there is a huge varying degree of beliefs on when life begins. Yes. Um, yes. There's certain sects of Judaism that those people who follow that belief don't feel that life begins until birth. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have a a belief called the breath of life and that as soon as the baby is born, then they uh, achieve, I want to say they call it achieving humanness or something like that. And there's, yeah. Yeah. um, So, you know, that is also, it's a very convoluted thing and it's very, very subjective. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do agree that there is sort of a double standard when it comes to fatherhood and single Fathers and even just yeah. custody rights in general. Once a kid is actually born, there's so many states mm-hmm. that automatically award custody to the mother, no, no matter what. With and then the yeah. father is the one that has to fight to gain custody of his own Access. kids. So,
1: yeah, yeah it's yeah. a mess. It doesn't
2: even get easier once the kid is born. Like,
1: right? right. It's a, it's a great example to me of how legislation is very ineffective at solving societal problems oh my God, because yes. legislation has to paint black and white. It yeah. doesn't leave room for gray. And like Lauren said, even in things where custody can be shared, the default is set in a black and white manner. Yeah, that then somebody has to flip and legislation is just really bad at handling this, which is why when people ask me, I I can give I can rattle off every reason why I'm pro-life. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to legislate pro-life legislation because legislation is very, very bad at this. I want to solve this problem in every way without legislation, because legislation has proven, especially prohibition legislation, that it backfires and it actually enables the other side. And so, if I'm pro-life, anti-abortion legislation might be my biggest obstacle. It could be my biggest enemy to actually reducing and ending abortions. And nobody wants to talk about that. We always want to take the shortcut and not do the work. Uh, and uh, yeah, anyway, that's where. So I
0: stand what, what about, okay, what, here, here's my my viewpoint on it. Here's it. Like I told you, how I, I you know. I, I, I am I'm, I'm pro-life to a degree like I think that fathers should have a say um, I, I, I th- there are some instances where I, 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 I you know I think that there should be other variables that are, are involved but I also think that women should have the right to choose what they do with their body no matter what the circumstances 100%. so yeah. here's my resolution you know why don't we just deregulate it, it like stop trying to regulate shit like Mm-hmm. It, it, it solves the problem because if you if you make make you 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 make it so you're not you're no longer stepping into private companies and, and and businesses and trying to tell them what to do as long as they're medically certified and medically you know they are they are good to go in that region there should be no reason the government has to come in and tell you how much.
1: Well, the the reason that somebody would push back on that is because they say, well because you're committing murder like that 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 is what people have to understand about both sides of this argument is that one side believes this that killing a fetus is just a surgical medical procedure and the other side believes you're actually committing murder of a human life and depending on where you fall on that you because as libertarians are against legislation none of us are like we should make murder legal you know we're all pretty clear on like hey you you don't harm people and you don't take their stuff well some people view abortion as harm to the fetus and some people view uh it as not harm to the fetus and that would be where you are uh, harm to a human life i me let me bring that back harm to a person or not harm to a person
2: so just to sort of uh, chime in on that there are also a lot of people who are pro-choice even though it wouldn't personally be their choice but the mm-hmm. biggest issue that they take with it is that they don't believe that their tax dollars should be going to pay for yeah. the procedure. Yeah, um, that's a which, point. yeah. And it is that is a valid point. And I'm not, I don't know, um, I'm a big numbers guy. And oops, sorry, my corgi. Tyrion. Sorry. <laughs> hey, stop.
0: Let, let. Let him let him finish, and
2: then uh... get it out of his system. Usually, I tell him thank you for for protecting us. Um,
1: yeah, I know, right?
2: So, I don't know any numbers off the top of my head on how often it does happen that it is subsidized as a part of a person's healthcare procedures or whatever. Um, but I think that's valid. And if you look at it from the standpoint of a libertarian point of view, where we also don't support people on death row being murdered at the hands of the state, because that's the ultimate statist thing that you can do. A baby being killed at the hands of the state is so, equally yeah. as bad. I,
0: I got, I got a question and just to interject for just a second. And I, yeah. I and this will help, this will help me understand. Um, so yes, the, the, we pay our tax dollars. We end up paying for, um, stuff like like abortions but my question is um do we pay for any other organization other than than Planned Parenthood or do is Planned Planned Parenthood the only organization that's subsidized that that was my I don't know I don't know that answer
2: I think it would probably be anybody that has uh state health insurance so anybody on Medicare I
0: I know abortions aren't specific to to um, Planned Parenthood, you you can have an abortion in a hospital if it's you know if, if it's if it's uh a danger to your to your health like you can but mm-hmm. uh, so like my question is if if it is mostly just subsidized through Planned Parenthood can't could we could they just remove that part of where the tax dollars go because Planned Parenthood offers way more stuff than just abortions like most of most of the business and stuff that comes through there is our contraceptives and um and and uh testing for sexual transmitted diseases mm-hmm. and um
2: even yearly uh, exams like right right
0: women's stuff and then mm-hmm. it also does like uh medical stuff for people with sexually tra- transmitted diseases and, yeah. and and other uh um Baby stuff too. So, like, it, it's not so, like if, if you just removed the the subsidation from the just the abortion aspect, but paid for the rest of it, would that would wouldn't that be a compromise that both sides could come to?
1: Well, I'll, here's here's maybe why it wouldn't be. I, I just. Pulled up a real quick Google search, and this is an article from Forbes in 2015. Uh, it says, as best I can determine, taxpayers subsidize roughly 24% of abortion costs in the U.S., with 6.6 being from federal and 17.4 being done by taxpayers. Um, if you apply that, that's the equivalent of tax pay- to the full cost, uh, and then average that out. There's about 70,000. Abortions paid for by federal taxpayers and 180 thousand financed by state taxpayers. 250 in to-
0: 250 thousand in total. Does it say? Does it, does it give you a, a total of tax or, or um, subsidies? Subsidies that goes to it.
1: Um, if if we want to do out this math, first trimester abortion, three ninety seven, second. Trimester abortion of eight fifty four. Or so if you do, if you split those, it's roughly six hundred bucks, and then twenty five percent of that one hundred and fifty dollars. So what's one fifty times two hundred and fifty thousand? Whatever that is. So it's in the millions. Okay, one hundred and fifty times two hundred
0: and fifty thousand. Let's let's, let's let's math it real quick. Thirty million. So, um. So is that is that the total subsidies?
1: 30 million? They, okay.
0: Yeah.
2: So I don't know if you guys remember. There that, was that's this that's, that's me taking
1: a stab at it. I'd be willing to bet it's in that neighborhood.
2: Okay. Sure, yeah. Um, I just pulled this up. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a whole big movement of uh, during the Trump administration that people were donating to Planned Parenthood in the name of Mike Pence. When it asked who the donation was from, they they put in Mike Pence because he's pro life or whatever. And in 2016, I just pulled up an article that said that they had received at least 82,000 donations. which was let's see i'm not seeing like a i'm not seeing a, a final number but they received 80,000 donations in the name of Mike Pence so what that yeah. says to me is that uh, that maybe that one aspect of what planned parenthood does provide for people being abortions which you said is like a pretty pretty decent chunk for especially if you're violating somebody's beliefs that a life been, begins at conception and the, their tax dollars are going to fund that you could so, just make that privatized. Right. They, exactly. they, they can make the money. I mean, let
0: their insurance pay for it. And then like I did the math for uh $30 million, like what it would be roughly per, per tax paying citizen would be 15 cents.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: So if each person that, wanted to support somebody's right to choose donated oh, shit
0: i'll throw $1. on a yeah. dollar I mean, <laughs>
2: yeah. right i don't want an abortion but i support somebody else's potential I to have to make that choice in their life think
0: about it this way too like roughly about 80 million people to 100 million people are uh Pro-choice, right? I, I would say roughly, depending just based off of voting history, um, those people they could each throw in ten cents, yeah, and or you know, or or twenty-five cents, and it, it it would raise all the money.
1: It would
2: offset those
1: costs. Well, here's here's a better thought, right? What if that money, instead of being spent fighting this war on abortion, and this is this is where I my my position comes in. We we're go and make another
0: country, right? Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> <where we're going. laughs>
2: that's our solution to everything. I love
1: it. That's the solution to everything. But no, what I, I mean, if these private citizens would instead direct their energy at why isn't birth control available over the counter? Right. Uh,
0: why is it so expensive? An
1: IUD, an IUD implantation costs significantly less than an yeah. abortion. And and so if we just Pulled our money together and paid for IUDs for anybody that wanted them. Uh, IUDs are almost absolutely no that, like, you're not doing hormonal stuff. It's not doing, you not don't have to take it every day. Yeah, no, oh, every are day. they not hormonal? Are they? are There's they only
2: one. So, uh, not to be too graphic. Copper one. I've had one. Um, I had one that is not hormonal. Right. And not that I'm trying to mansplain birth control to you guys, but please,
1: by all means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're um, qualified.
2: For- <laughs> uh hormonal birth control is potentially dangerous uh my sister almost died from being on hormonal birth control
0: my wife has had some complications too from from an iud okay.
2: and i know i know multiple women that have had i know somebody that just recently had to have surgery to repair their uterus because their iud actually tore through their uterus um so there are complications But I do completely agree with what you're saying is that we need to actually focus more on preventing unwanted pregnancies rather than solving the problem after it's already there.
1: Um, How many dollars are spent by conservatives on trying to push legislation like what's going into Texas? How many pregnancies could they have prevented with that money? We're not putting our money in very intelligent directions
0: here. All of them for multiple years. Yes,
2: I agree. I agree. And I believe and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that in um, schools, the sex education is still abstinence only as far as I know. So we also are not teaching. And now right. whether we like it or not, kids are becoming sexually active younger and younger, and there are unwanted pregnancies among younger population because they simply just don't even understand how it works. Like they're if, so if, young that they don't if, even know.
0: If we, if we would just, exp- if there, we would do two things, if we would have a more in-depth and less conservative view for, um, sexual education, like teaching people how to be safe during sex, what to do, what not to do. And, you know, add that education, it would, it, you know, the problem with, with, with high school kids having kids is it usually usually settles them for their life because they're yeah. not they're not able to I mean there are cases there are cases that women that have, have kids on their own and have no no outside thing at a very young age can't have turned it around and done really great things, but sure. the, the odds are still terrible against them. They're so stacked against them. Right.
1: The real, the real thing. The, you know what this reminds me of is is also the drug war. Um, what you just said, Trent. If we teach people how to do this right, safely, effectively, and prevent pregnancy, w- right? But then. We would be encouraging children to participate in sex, right? It's just it's the same stupid argument that people make by teaching people by having injection sites and teaching people how to safely use drugs. Is right. they go, Oh, well, you're encouraging people to use drugs. No, the no, that's not how it works. The data doesn't show that. When you teach people how to do this, you you end the negative consequences that happen by having to do right. this in secret, uneducated and right. it's it is actually that deeply conservative that believes that that legislation and legality can actually prevent people from taking action or pre, or or you know encourage them to be moral it's nonsense it's never worked it's never been proven and it's the same thing they cannot be afraid yeah you're you're all you're doing is making the consequences worse by trying yes. to prevent right something from happening. It's yes. going to happen. So fix the consequences, fix the repercussions, fix the outcomes.
2: Right. And you could always push for abstinence first. That's your first line of avoiding unwanted pregnancy. Don't have sex, but yeah. we're all human. And, 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 and whatever, let's, let's,
0: let's, be, let's be real. The first time that we have sex is not this special grand thing.
2: Well, and that doesn't even okay. Let them oh well, now Tyrion's barking.
1: <laughs> yeah, the ba- the mama and baby are home. Yeah,
2: battling corgis. Yeah, they're they're that
0: the, the, corgis. Uh, yeah, my wife has two. She has uh yeah, a, uh two two a male and a female. Lieutenant Dan Taylor. Is Tyrion
1: barking uh, a
0: little at, bit
1: at the barks.
0: Yes. <laughs> that that's the most corgi <laughs> that's thing that's
1: ever happened.
0: If I didn't have if I didn't have my door closed, they would, it, my dog would be doing the same. We'd have all three corgis fucking barking. Jeez,
1: we should that we should have amazing. them all wave by at the end of the
0: episode. <laughs> chorus. All right. all right, so Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. You you can. Uh, do you remember where you were at?
2: Oh yeah. So the only thing that we can do, we can, uh, and and same with drug drug use to the point that um, Jeremy was making is that. We can teach the younger generations, hey, the best way to avoid having any problems come from this is abstinence. If you don't want to get pregnant, abstinence is the surefire way not to. Or if you don't want to get addicted to drugs, abstaining from using drugs is the best way to avoid that. But if you make that choice and you find yourself in a situation where you don't know what to do, here are your options. Just be educated about it. And that's all you can do.
0: And what you know? What it, like? What if they had like t- two things like to that? Like I, I know that where my son goes to school. They they give them a choice of like doing like the abstinent version one or doing like the regular one. I'm like, no, you're doing the regular regular one, bro. Like we're 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 tackling this head on. I remember what yeah. I was like when I was a teenager. Mm-mm. Yeah. And, and then and then two. What if we had like on site? You know, instead of paying for all. You know. Police officers to come sit on their ass, fucking, because um, you know that the school cops are just garbage. They're they're the shitty cop from the town that that that, that they don't right. want, and so they're not really protecting anybody. And, you know that, that that the Florida school proved it. The fucking cop cop ran off,
1: ran, um, yeah.
0: But you know what? If we we took the cop out and replaced it with like a social worker that could like be like the sex ed lady that everybody comes and talks to when they're having like weird sexual things
2: yeah, or yeah, like a counselor of sorts and somebody right. that they can find in and that I, I think that's a good idea and I also think a lot of times like their kids they're maybe afraid of what their parents are going to react you know or maybe yes. they live in a super and, religious and, and home and they don't even want to well, talk about it with their parents
0: right right yeah. and with a, with a counselor at school like that you know and Give them give them somebody that they can look up to that doesn't that isn't able to um, discipline them or tell their parents, you know, because, you know, confidentiality, it's still there, like even even as a kid. So, you know, unless it's something dangerous, they don't have to tell their parents anything and, um, no. you know, give them that outlet to be like, hey, we I, like I, I'm i I'm trying to have sex with my partner and we're nervous about it and we're, or yeah. what, what can, can we, what can I do to make sure we don't make any mistakes? You know, be, be preemptive. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, I have a, I have a story to tell you on this actually. So, well, first of all, I'm oh, from stories. a very religious family. I lost my virginity to a girl that uh, also came from a very religious family and bro, neither of bro, us ever same, got, same. never, my, never got the talk. Right. My
0: grandpa um, was a and, pastor. Oh, there you go, right? Yeah. So it was avoided sorry,
1: sorry. At, at all, right? The yeah. Holy Ghost. None. Um None. I I became Pentecostal later, uh, which was in anyway. That's neither here nor there. Uh, but I know how to dance to some worship music. Uh, but uh, I I don't know when you guys remember learning uh, what sex was for the first time. I was, but like I was in I was in second grade. I was seven. Oh
0: wow! Oh wow!
1: Right. I was at, I'm at daycare and I'm on the young side of daycare. Okay. Uh, And I remember the kid who told me what it was. His name was Talon. Um, He has a really weird name and he's this really weird kid, but seven. Okay. So if you think your kids don't know, they know. So let's be real clear about that. Like it is being talked about, it is being discussed. Uh, I was at Freedom Fest and uh, we, Part of part of the the group that I got to hang out with was Clint Russell Dave Smith um, uh, Isley, resistance from Twitter uh, but the real winner was Eliza Eliza got Eliza blue got us into all the the good stuff so we went to this rooftop in in downtown, where were we at? Rapid City, South Dakota. It's like a 10-story building. It's the biggest building in the state. Um, but anyways, Dr. Drew's up there and we're hanging out with Dr. Drew and talking to his wife and all this other sort of stuff. But I meet this guy. I can't I can't recall his name. I was very intoxicated. But his daughter had just gone through a miscarriage. She was 16 years old. Um, and being a new father, I, I, I could not stop talking to this man. Um the the group was very mad at me cuz they were ready to leave and I I couldn't stop talking to this man. I go man tell me about what emotions you were going through and what was the most important thing right. and he said, you know, yeah. looking back the most important lesson I learned from this all was communication with the other cuz it was his daughter with her boyfriend's parents. We never talked we never set open communication lines and ground rules and things like that. And so when they were at my house, they had one set of rules. And they when they were at their house, they had a different set of rules. So they stopped coming to this house and the <laughs> other parents. And and he basically was like, I felt betrayed by his parents because they let us down. But really, when I look back, the only thing we could have done is had the conversations. The reality is with the with, with kids and as parents – we have got to get this out in the open. A wound cannot heal unless you let air get to it. You have. got already, to get already it out talked, in the open.
0: I've already talked to my yeah. son about it. Like I, 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 he's 15, and he's a freshman this year. And I've told him, you know, we, I, I, from from about, 30, about 14 is when I started talking to him about it. I, I caught him, I caught him looking up porn. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so, he, so he's, he's looking, he, he, he's looking for, for, for information. So I'm going to, I'm going to guide him in the right place and, and give him what he needs. And, you know, I, I tell him like, Hey, if, if you are sexually active, I, I'm, I'm going to tell, I hope you aren't, I hope you decide to wait. But if you are, tell me and I will, I will go buy you condoms. I will go buy a contraceptive. Yeah. Like I, I will make sure that you're prepared I don't. I don't want to have a grand grandson in a year or two. I'm I'm 33 years old. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not ready for that title yet. You know. I so I think it's very important that yeah. to, to, to going back to our point to prevent abortions by contraceptives and and teaching. Yeah. And there are, there are, we we just brainstormed there for 10 minutes. We came up with five surefire fucking ideas that could, that could right. solve the problem. So well,
2: there's but, even more to that, not to cut you off, but so much ahead, more, yeah. also just um, sterilization as a woman. If you go to a doctor, it is up to them to decide if they will do a tubal ligation on you. What is There that? are doctors out there that, Will ask for your if you're married. Will ask to talk to your husband about it, uh, or they will simply refuse. Especially if you're under 35 years of age, because they they tell you, well, you may change your mind, and they won't yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. And the other thing is for for like you know, I am drawing a blank on what the hell is it? A vasectomy. Vasectomy <laughs> um,
0: Vasectomies.
2: Are from what I've heard a pretty simple procedure as well.
0: And so, let, me, let me throw on top of that one thing that that sucks about vasectomies and the, the stuff that they have for women at, at like at, at Planned Parenthood, vasectomies aren't free. Hmm. Like you, like, you're we're almost pushing the subsidies to do it,
2: go to man. that, right?
0: Right. Yeah. And and oh, sorry,
1: here's ahead. the thing: if you're 17, though, like. How, how embarrassing is it to get a vasectomy?
2: Oh, you no, I mean, as an adult, I well, no, like, no, 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 no I
1: mean, no, I I'm saying, why not? If, oh. if I could look back on it now and go, you, you see what I'm saying?
0: That's like, you can, you, you, you can, you you can re- get the, you can get the reversible one. So you can get the right. one right. where they get, where they just clip the clip, the vast deferens. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. But, but that, why is that never on the table? why why is that embarrass that that's what i'm saying is that we as a society if we want to end abortion which should, reducing the number of abortions unnecessary abortions right it we have to become un- we have to become comfortable with what has been previously uncomfortable yeah. and until we are willing to start having these discussions having these conversations uh, telling telling 16 year old men look if you don't want to have a baby maybe the smartest and you don't want to pay a lifetime of child support to to Becky from down the street right who's never gonna leave her hometown right like these are the conversations we gotta have you may want to go get this done bro and I will help you pay for it uh you know that but we're not for some reason we're not ready for that we well, and, and from being from that being from that christian conservative background even abstinence was preached poorly when i look back on it it was like you don't want to upset god you don't want to be bad you right. don't want to be wrong in society's like, eyes you know, what, no they, you, they... you gotta tell these boys the truth and that is like you don't want a kid you don't want a kid with her in 20 years you're gonna right. look, look back and be like she was the worst mistake I ever made and God bless it if I'd had a kid with her man and also like and I'll tell you the most can tell you ch- children about abstinence is like listen you don't want to have to explain her to a future wife uh, because that conversation <laughs> sucks especially now with social media in existence mm-hmm. right and like you're always going to have a little bit of history tied to this person you're going to have to explain this girl To your ex, do you want to go, yeah, we just dated, we went on dates, and we kind of hung out, and it was fun, or do you want to go, I had a lot of sex with this person, and it was, that's an uncomfortable, there are ways to have these conversations in a more real world, human way, that we didn't get, or at least I didn't get when I was young.
0: Yeah. And you know what? That's true too. You know, uh, there's a lot of gr- great stuff there. Uh, the, the vasectomy awareness being able, you know, making, make it just as available as abortions. Um, but so, you know, yeah, we, 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 we've covered abortions and all the mechanisms and all that, but I want to get back to, uh, Let's get to law. The, the next point. So Texas passed this law that makes abortions illegal and uh at, uh, for if, if the baby is six weeks or older.
1: Um, I, I believe it's a detectable heartbeat mm-hmm. and that can happen as early as six weeks. So, so okay. there's so, like okay. this period. Yeah.
0: And so you, you have that time frame, and we, we, there are multiple obstacles that go along with it. They're paying mm-hmm. people, Thousand dollars to report on anybody even involved in a fucking abortion. You don't even have to be the patient, and and it does it doesn't even exclude people out of, out of the state of Texas. Like people from, yeah. the, from from fucking Minnesota can call down here and snitch on me if I, if I yeah. have an abortion with my with my old lady. Hmm.
1: Oh, we're losing You're, Lauren.
0: Yeah, you're cutting out just a bit,
2: Lauren. Are we back? Yeah. Did we all cut out?
0: Yeah, I think you're back. No, you're back. Yeah, it was just Did I just cut
2: out?
1: Yeah, it was just
2: you. Oh, shit. I think my internet's being janky. I'm sorry.
1: That's all right. Let's pick it up.
2: Okay, so um, one thing that I, when I was reading the bill itself, uh, section 171.208, the third section of that says, uh, they can bring civil action against anyone who intends to engage in the conduct described. So, right. to me, that reads as um, anybody who knowingly engage in, engages in conduct that conduct that aids or abets the performance or inducement of an abortion, including paying for or reimbursement of the costs of an abortion through insurance or, or otherwise.
0: And if you uh, Uber this person to the abortion yeah. clinic, the Uber fucking yeah. person can be.
2: So that yep. third part where it says intends to engage in the conduct describes to me reads as if you even fucking think about, ooh, pardon my language.
0: Right. If you no, even you think about doing cool, it. We're cool swearing.
2: Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> if you even think about it, you owe us $10,000.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: That, that is thought yeah. policing
1: oh intends to yeah there there, there's two things to this that i find number one is i the the idea of like weaponizing society to police itself on the surface sounds kind of anarchist right you're like hey all right so it's not just up to the police like we uh, this this is a society managing itself but then you start to like pull the string on that and you're like Oh shit! This can go some really dark places, right? Because as we know, when something is weaponized against one thing, it never stops at that one thing, right? That what does the what what does terrorism turn into twenty years later? Anybody who supports a wrong politician, right? You you see what I'm saying? Like you can pull that string, and it gets real freaking frightening to turn neighbor on neighbor with an incentive. With a so,
0: financial incentive, it gets scary, man. I don't. And know. And you know what? What's fucking like wild about it is you made that comparison of like what a ter- what the definition of a terrorist is. So going back, we don't know we don't know how this law is going to affect the populace yet. We know we have we have an idea, and we and it's probably pretty close to what is going to happen. But if we go back to when the Patriot Act happened, and and if you remember what you were like back then. And when, when mm-hmm. you know, how, you know, fuck yeah, let's go kill those terrorists. You know, you know, yep. and I, you know, I fought in Afghanistan, same thing, even when I was there. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm killing terrorists or I'm ki- killing people that could potentially harm my family. And it was just so fucking false. <laughs> the, yeah, these, 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 these tribal people in, in the middle of nowhere in Afghanistan that have an eighth grade education are not coming over to America to fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. And it's an
2: emotional exploitation. They're taking exactly. something that they know exactly. people are very, very emotionally charged and they're exploiting it. And,
0: and, Same and as and that, the case that, you're going to see, You're going to see these very conservative branches of whatever organizations, nonprofits, they're going to be pushing this agenda. And the scariest Hell, thing. It is can, about it. Hey, Trent,
1: it can finance their agenda.
0: Can, yeah, easily. Ten, ten grand. <laughs> are you fucking ten, ten grand per instance. Yeah. And the scariest thing is there are seven other states that are already considering this legislation. And this legislation has, hasn't taken effect yet.
2: Carrie Lake is pushing for it here in Arizona. Yeah, She wants to put a carbon copy on our governor's desk. And there are many people here that support it.
0: So, spreading, spreading uh, the spreading of this law and what comes along with it, the, the informing on your neighbors and friends and people you just met walking down the street because you heard them talking about abortion. Um, you know, hey,
1: take take that to the logical end. Like I said, what's to stop California from carbon copying this for guns?
0: Oh, yeah. It, it, we, we've already, if it sets the president and it was already, it was already. Appeal, pills and over and and struck down in the Supreme Court. Oh, the the president's already there. They, they've complete. They've flagrantly fucking violated Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey.
2: So it does get set a very very scary precedence for normalizing uh, the absolute violation of people's like their fourth fifth. Ninth, uh, Fourteenth Amendment rights to have. Um, <laughs> Tyrion's trying to jump on my lap. <laughs> to have their security in their persons, their papers, to not have their their privacy violated, and that's okay. People want more of this,
0: and the more of this privacy violating uh, legislations that we get, the more vaccine passports going to be acceptable because, yep. it, 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 you know, once you start, once you start, you start going down that road and you start sitting, setting these presidents all kinds, like you were saying, Lauren, all kinds of other, other laws that can be specific to anything or like you said, in Jeremy, you know, California, this opens the door for them to fucking take away. everybody's gun.
1: Yes. Yeah. Guns, vaccines, masks, you name it. You go down that road. Th- this is this is where it can can lend you. You no longer get private property. You can have friends over for a barbecue, and if you're not all wearing your masks, one of those friends is incentivized by ten thousand dollars to turn you fuckers in.
2: It's how not many friends are you
1: inviting to your barbecue perfect. now? Who sang? Mine's gonna come say hello.
0: Sorry, <laughs> well, you're, 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 you're good. I'm just, I I can clock them, and cool. I can just have I have I have him just go back there and cool. and and just as long as we long as we keep the feed rolling, that, you know, as long as we after after oh, after you, means, you let it happen, we just you know taxation is theft. Keep on fucking
1: going <laughs> in the wars. She's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. All, right. <laughs> All right go
0: on. And you know I'll give I'll give a plus side to this kind of legislation. A plus side to it in Missouri, people that um, uh, find hear or find evidence that their local law enforcement are, helping federal agencies to infringe on gun rights they can they can sue they can they can have them arrested but you know it it, it goes both ways i i i yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want something like that just to have that set that president said that tone said i i, I yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. you know Yep. one extreme or the other
2: exactly it's all or nothing like you can't just have that to protect certain rights and and encourage snitching against other rights
0: um i i think it, it, it it's stressful because the the, the the problem in this is not enough people are willing to believe that it's malicious yet right you know is uh, it that always we, we see it and the people, I mean, that isn't we, that always the case with
1: legislation, though? And, and, and like very, very progressive legislation is they can't see past like layer one of the onion that this will be weaponized against you because um, it fits their narrative. So,
2: they don't have a problem with it.
1: Yeah, it totally fits your narrative. It sticks it to the other side. It's like a, it's like a win where where you can cause a wound to your enemy, right? right? But what you don't understand is like it, it, it's like taking all t- taking your shield and throwing it at your enemy. And yeah, you bruise their arm when you hit them, but now you have no shield. Yeah. Right. And they can absolutely take advantage of that. We we forget that the pendulum of power in this country consistently swings and all you are doing is giving them more power in the next round. The Patriot Act is a great example. It was used for, oh, we're going to go get these terrorists, and we're going to use it, blah, 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 blah. Here we are 20 years later, and if you believe the wrong thing, you're a terrorist. You are. It is now weaponized against you as the American people.
0: And, and um, the federal official former, and form, former heads of intelligence agencies have have labeled the people that they, they want as terrorists and libertarians are are are, are in, in that list and if you actually read the moratorium for this uh for um domestic violent um, extremists on the left hand side it has all of your your normal extreme right or left wings that you know nazis kkk and you know like the ant super super uber uber like violent animal rights activist and you know it it has all like the ones that we would already put put in a box that yeah we would you know but on the right hand side it has 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 the 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 last statement the last like paragraph is basically anybody else it's so it's like that meme that
1: that that is like like Let's work together to eliminate the left-wingers or the right-wingers. And then libertarians join forces with the right-wing to eliminate all the left-wingers. And then the right-wing and then wing they look at when, the,
0: they, when they when they get in the presidency. When they've killed them all,
1: looking. yep. It's like, congratulations, now you're the left-wing. Right. You're next, right? Uh, we We cannot... A lot. We, we have to be the ones who speak out and go, you need to run this to the logical conclusion. And that is, this will be used against you when you don't have power, which is by the way, I, I don't know if you, Texas is purple. I'm sorry. It yeah. is. This is, this is not a, this is not the red that state that more. people think it is.
0: Yeah, yeah no, it, this, no, this you're, is you're a state that can right. flip
1: like this, like that, the, all, the behind Portland Austin is the next city like Portland. It's worse than San Francisco. It's worse than LA, yeah. oh, it is. and it's oh my the God, capital it of Texas. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and, 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 you know, and when that know, governor we flips flips the,
0: this legislation that they're that they're using right now it's going to flip to the other side.
1: Yeah, you you guys are playing with fire. You don't want to play with. If if you want to pass this shit in Alabama, you can get away with it. You want to pass this shit in Mississippi or Tennessee, you can get away with it. The, Texas, you cannot get away with this. Like this is really like it's
0: all the things we named earlier,
1: but it is stupid. Did you Texas see did you
0: see that that when they when they debuted the site that you can get onto to report people, so many people like like sent sent malware to it and like like attacked it that it had it got Mm -hmm. shut down like within twenty four hours.
1: Mass disobedient, right? What mass noncompliance. What is that? There
0: hell yeah. Um it's scary folks and you know I I could sit here and scream into this microphone so many times like pay the fuck attention, wake up. You know, we we are giving you all of these all this evidence to show you that, that back up what we're saying, like we're not just bullshitting into the wind anymore. You know, the conspiracy theorists in the past that, you know, we would consider conspiracy theorists fucking 15 years ago found out, found out that, you know, they were right. You know, people considered Ron Paulus conspiracy theorist. Yes, and they did. he's been right the whole fucking time. Like, well, like four years ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's evidence now and we can give this evidence and show these people, and but they're still not convinced they, they, they still have it in their head that, you know, yeah, the government can be shitty and they'll kind of fuck you on your taxes, but they will never actually come in and do that. But, you know, but, you know what's funny about that statement is 150 years ago, if they were shitty to you and fucked you with your taxes, you would fight them, you know, yeah. like the civil war, was, uh, was uh, there was a large portion of that w- that was fight on like how the economy was going like the southern states wanted it to be a a, uh, a service economy or like uh, um, a uh, far- farming uh, agricultural economy and the north wanted industry and um, it, it, it it's crazy the different parallels that we can point to in other countries that had um, Tyrannical organizations take control anywhere from the far left to the far right. It doesn't matter which side; they're 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 the the same same coin, just two different sides. So let me go 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 ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I
1: was going to say, can I? Can I? Can I I ask you guys a question?
0: Wake the fuck up, people.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so if if we talk solutions from a libertarian standpoint, what I always go is like from a federal perspective, there are there are four things really that need to be done. One, end all the damn wars. End them all tomorrow. Get out. We're done. We are defensive only. We uh, are not period, the right? Beliefs. Exactly. And, and and in the war on drugs. Uh, yeah, you know,
0: that, 100% the, the,
1: but but eventually I go down this list. And then the last solution to all the other issues is decentralization. Um, do you feel like a national-type divorce, Balk- balkanization, you know, federal however, – however we do the national divorce, decentralizing, do you feel like that is something that can solve this no. problem where California has – abortion up to you know 12 months and then we have this period of relocation can can decentralization solve the problem of uh the ba- the baskin robbins solution to I,
0: I think decentralization is going to cause a warlord type mentality and you're gonna you're gonna find the states that stick together on on policy like they're gonna they're gonna bunch together and then you're going to find states that have that you know when when they're when they're sh- shortened down to a smaller sample size, they're actually more of a nationalist type organization and not just a right wing conservative or just not just a left wing yeah. conservative or liberal. They're actually nationalists and they want to grow. So then they start. We start they, these. We start go, That's what yeah. happened. That's what happened in the Balkans. You look at Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. They decentralized and then Serbia went and invaded it, invaded the rest of the country as in fucking committed genocide.
1: Okay,
0: I I disagree with decentralization. I'm sorry, I like that. that That's oh, yeah,
1: it's a a great point. Power begets power, so the larger you can grow, sort of your sect, they'll go, Well, why don't we just take this other group? Um.
0: And it'll 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 be in in a way a civil war of America, but it's going to be step by step. It's not going to be as large and it will be, uh, you know, if if they do it right, it would be easier to accomplish than a civil war where it's red red on blue. Um,
2: So it would cause more division, essentially.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. And then th- th- that division, you know, maybe one of the leaders that gets in, you know, elected or ha- whatever they decide, decides that he wants to be like Hitler or wants to be like, you know, Mussolini or mm-hmm. Stalin when he moved, when he took all of the East.
1: Yeah, there's not really a such thing as a complacent dictator, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they no. tend to no, have ambitions, right? I'm good. Yeah, yeah, that that's not not something that tends to happen. I guess it, you know, you you make a good point too. You know, if we could create a perfect world, I see peaceful division. I I think it's silly for the United States to exist as one country. Portland and El Paso and Little Rock, Arkansas are more different then pick, give me five countries in Europe and they're more that, similar that, that, than those what, three cities, what's right? That's what always
0: made America great. And the only reason yeah. why we're divided right now is because of the duopoly that we allow to stay in power. It's fair. If we, if we can really take that point. And, and, and reintegrate that into and, 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 and restrict, completely delete political parties, you can have you you can have you know your own movements and you can have this, but have fucking 15 candidates run for 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 president and have it like the playoff system. <laughs> like yeah, That's you know. a great point.
1: What it, I'll tell you, and this isn't the greatest example, but it was something I was mind blown with. I spent a week in Haiti at an orphanage um, and they, they were having a presidential election. And I think they, they have a number to the candidate uh, in, in the presidential election. So you vote by number. And so at the bottom of their advertisements, it would be like vote for candidate number. And then y'all, I saw candidate number 173 for president.
0: Wow. That's wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, that wild? What, what just did to say? imagine where'd that
0: world. Where'd you say that was? In Haiti. Haiti. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's not even prefer- a very large country. Like, well, that, that's not well, that, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: It's like 3% that's of the country is running for president. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that, that's how I, I think, you know, decentralization in, in a perfect world is just like, you know, anarchy in a perfect world anarchy isn't isn't really honest. Like there are a lot of good points to anarchy, but it as a, as an absolute is isn't really efficient or even really um, know, possible. Like it, it 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 would require human corruption and human you know goodwill to overpower corruption and. It's the same thing with socialism. You know, socialism is is a utopian fantasy and and in a perfect world living where where everybody gets their equal share and everybody is, you know, equal. That would be amazing, but it'll never happen. People people beget power. Power begets power. And, you know, once you start seeing uh, a direction where you are able to do anything (gasps) you want in the world, like that, that's that, that's the ultimate you know, great thing about power is like once you, once you get what, what you want, you can do anything you want. You can do anything yeah. in the whole world. Like you, you could, it, it the, the possibilities are endless.
1: That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Not a perspective I've ever thought of,
0: but you know, I, I agree with you though, Jeremy, I I do think that that would be a great, that would be a great way to, to live if it were possible.
1: Yeah. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. But, I was just curious what you guys thoughts were on because I, I if I 20 years ago, when I was like a, a, a very Christian conservative right winger, that was one of the things we said is that we don't want to ban abortions. We just want to protect states rights. So you right. can go get your abortion in California if you want it, but you can't get one in Alabama
0: and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. What,
1: what, and what, what, if that is a potential solution.
0: What do you think, Lauren? I we we mean I I didn't really give you a whole lot of time to speak to that. What do you think about re- decentralization?
2: Um. Well, it is a state's right as it is now, so I don't really know how different that would make anything. Uh, having I'm from New York originally. I lived in Florida. Now I live in Arizona. All three states have different <laughs> abortion laws, so it to me, that's kind of just more of the same. It's already happening like that. And
0: bunch together.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I don't particularly see decentralization while it is great for many things. I don't know that that would be the solution for abortion. Um, But I also don't know that there is an across the board solution either. It's such that's what makes it so difficult to figure out how do you Make this fair for everyone. How do you make it right. so that you're not infringing on a person's rights or beliefs? there it's It's yeah. very, very difficult.
1: It's why my position, I think, always comes back to uh, if, if we believe the the one position libertarians can take on this is volunteerism, and that is get out and do your part to prevent and be active in prevention of the need for abortions, right? It is better, it, we, we understand free market economics. If you eliminate the need for a product, you can eliminate that product. So we need to go out and figure out, well, wh- where can we put our time, money, and resources into eliminating the need for unnecessary abortions? Right. Um, and the more coalitions we can build on that, the more successful we can be in that. Put abortions out of business, not by legislation, but by lack of demand. And it, it's going to be about getting conservatives on that same page. That's really the only thing I've ever been able to find agreement among libertarians. on.
0: I, I, I'm really impressed of like, you know, when we, when we were brainstorming earlier, because like I, I, I've been sitting here as we were going on, just thinking about like each individual one. And, and the, the, if, if we could get those ideas to somebody that would listen and actually represent us and do and, you know, put forth mm-hmm. the effort, you know, fucking defunding abortions and getting it make, make sure that it is voluntarily paid for by other people that support abortion so if, if you if you support the if you support abortion and you and you make that known just fucking donate a dollar a year yep. and you can pay mm-hmm. you can you can pay for everybody's abortion yeah you take know, action yeah yeah do if, something if, about yes. it stop 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 focusing your energy on the wrong thing you know, like all of these conservative people can stop focusing their energy on attacking abortion, attacking attacking, you know, the, the fact that taxpayers are paying for it and give them something more positive to go go towards, you know. Well we
1: spend we spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on pushing for legislation, right? Yeah. and who gets rich from those millions and millions of dollars on legislation? Attorneys and politicians. Instead, take those millions and millions and millions of dollars and put them towards what you believe in, which is either free, affordable health care for women or preventative measures that keep the need from abortions from happening. And let's cut out the middleman and stop pretending like politicians can give us a shortcut to the solutions we seek in society. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I think that would be a good argument for those people who say, oh, well, I don't want my um, money, my tax, my taxes going towards it. And you can then turn, turn it on its head and say, okay, well, would you support your taxes going towards prevention measures? That would reduce the need for them altogether. I completely agree with that. And I think that people really truly do spend so much more time and energy fighting on things that you know you don't agree on than working towards a solution and that can be applied to pretty much everything
0: everything has become partisan politics yeah it's become the left harming the other side When, when trump was in office the left didn't didn't offer an ounce of help to any legislation it was always one side or the other and now that the Democrats are in office and they have uh, the Senate or they have not the Senate. They have the, they have the, um, um the house and the Senate is completely split in the middle, you know, Shout out to nothing Sinema. is getting done. Like, like, not like it, it's, we're, 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 we're having executive action actions be written and it, he's right. putting out the need for Congress and the Senate. Like he's by, by not, by them not actually getting out and,
1: and coming up with good compromise legislation. It's a good point. It's of consequence of gridlock. Are, huh? No, that makes a lot of sense. It's a, I, I, I'm one who advocates for government gridlock, but the reality is, is we've already given the executive branch enough power to go around it, um, and, the, and so maybe what, gridlock's not a good thing.
0: <laughs> you know, one thing that I've thought about that I think that we would that it, we, sh- we need to evolve our political system, I, I think, and, and evolve our um, obviously fix the, our tax structure, evolve, evolve the political system and add, add, add a um, like a prime minister role to be elected by the House and the Senate and destabilize all fucking these established all political parties and have people run based on what independent groups they are a part of. Like you can run as a caucus, you can run as, as a, uh, a, as a movement, you can run, yeah. you know, stop, split, split the splinter off all those motherfuckers in the, in those, uh, parties and have them, people vote on more people, a non-binary election for president, you know, and then establish a, 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 uh, elected official voted on uh, position like a prime minister and where that that can get out the like those types of constitutional um like that most of them are constitutional monarchy monarchies but like that, yeah. that, that that system like Great Britain has has worked well for a very very long time
1: the the dilemma and the problem is we've created an incentive structure to avoid that so anybody that we elect has no reason to push that legislation oh, yeah. right because so, it so we have commitment. to yeah yeah we it, it is going to take some it's radical action yeah. of 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 somebody of, of getting somebody elected we're going to have to catch fire to get somebody elected who is not corrupted by that power, and they are few and far between um I think it's possible, I think it's what we work for in the l p um but. The incentive incentives rue the day, and they. Yeah. If you ever watched Swamp on HBO, um, it, it's pretty yeah, that, Trumpian, that but you insert Thomas Massey a lot, and he's yeah. like. And one of the most influential things was he's like, that's the building where you go if you want to get things done, and it's like a restaurant where you wine and dine big donors, and those big donors essentially sway you in one yeah, direction. Cor- corporate or the interest,
0: other. The corporate interests rule our our government.
1: Yeah, the incentive structure it hasn't flawed currently.
0: So, and and that's, and that's never going to go away because that takes money away from the people that would be making that legislation. So, mm-hmm. and we'll, go ahead, Lauren. Sorry,
2: that's okay. Um, to be honest with you, since getting involved in any sort of official capacity in the party and seeing what happens to our candidates, even small time candidates here on a very local level how we get hit as a third party with roadblocks constantly, constantly. We are, there's carpetbaggers. Like you wouldn't believe there's people who try to infiltrate the party. And I know this sounds like crazy QAnon on shit, but it's, no, it, 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 it it's
0: true. It's true. I, I know. I know people that have, and I, I I've singled them out.
2: Yeah. So,
1: our barbecue salesman.
2: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We have an Elvis impersonator barbecue salesman who yeah, we've never met all. before. We don't know anything exactly. about him, and he's like, "I'm gonna run as a libertarian." And like,
0: who, who the fuck says you? Like, who are you? Who are, they, are you? If we could make, if we could fix the ballot access to where we're able yes. to get get across the board, even other third parties that aren't are yes. outside that can get ballot access. If you wanted to keep political parties fucking de, decentralized ballot access and 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 allow anybody to run, you yeah. know. And then what we're going to get into this this type of uh, system where you're going to have coalitions working towards legislation. Um, you know, you're that's that's how most other um, democ- democratic democratic uh, governments are ran like in, in their in their legislative branch or coalitions and like people that, you know, believe and add to the beliefs and whatnot. But. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, call it a day here, guys. I really appreciate you guys all coming out. Um, my name's Trent Ortner, and um, I am the chairman of the Voices for Liberty PAC in Caucus, and we are on Twitter at Uncaucus. Un wow, Untyranny Caucus. Um, and we are our website is uh, www.untyranny.com. Tonight we have Jeremy Todd. Do you have anything you want to plug or talk about?
1: Just you you've shared it at the bottom at J Todd601. Um, and you mentioned your caucus. Uh, in the next few weeks, I will begin being active with mine, which is the at Carnegie Caucus. Um, it is not a caucus that is uh sort of a uh, belief system caucus, but more of an assembly of people with sales and marketing skills. Um, oh, good, 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 and attempt- I, I totally yeah. It. There you go, yeah. And our goal is to to support all the other caucuses and movements by doing training, teaching, uh, readings, anything that we can do to improve the skill, the communication skill set of the party. And so, uh, dude, that's badass. I, did, I, I did. You're, you're yeah. the,
0: the first I've heard. Is it something new? Uh,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, I, my my goal is to get people to read "How to Win Friends and Influence People" by Dale Carnegie in this party as often as they read Rothbard and Mises and uh, dude, all the others. Dude, so, get me
0: in. I, I, I would, lo- I, I would I, love. you in. To
1: that. I'll add you to the list, my brother. But at Carnegie underscore LP on Twitter, uh, is that um or uh, yeah, is that, uh, and that's it.
0: Carnegie what? At
1: Carnegie underscore LP. Or no, I'm sorry. At LP underscore Carnegie. Other way around. Flip it. At LP underscore Carnegie. Sorry. That's it on Twitter. We'll begin being more active. I, I'm a new dad and I was a stay at home dad for six months. So I put all my projects on hold, just started back work. Um, and uh, so I'll have a lot more schedule and free time and we're going to dive right in with that. Yeah, that's it right there. Thank you, awesome,
0: sir. Awesome. Everybody go check out at LP underscore Carnegie. And then finally we have the wonderful and beautiful Lauren Liberty here. What, what, what would you like to tell the rest of us in the closing?
2: Sure. Well, uh, I just want to say thanks for inviting me to be on the show with you. I really appreciate it. And, um, what my main focus is for advancing the party is actually communications. Uh, I think messaging is so very important and I think that the only way that we are going to win people over and change their minds is if we can meet them where they're at. Um, So I think it's just really important to just learn how to convey your messages in a way that it is going to be well received. Not everybody understands one single point of view. So if I could have an ask for anybody in the LP that wants to see this party succeed at bigger levels, work on your messaging and just try to think of things from a different point of view than your own. Um, And that's really it. I'm focusing mostly just on AZLP stuff. We're doing a lot of like in-person events too. And that's another thing as well as Get out there and just meet people locally. Go to as many, if you're comfortable with it, go to as many uh, like right. in-person events as you can and just talk to people because there's a lot of people out there that if you can hone in on those messaging skills and then talk to people, there's a lot of people out there that, are, that I talk to them and they're like, oh, wow, I think I'm a libertarian and I never realized
0: it. Yes, yes. And that is something that our organization is working on. Like I've been doing a whole lot of statistics about voting habits and based on gender, color, uh, ethnicity, uh, creed um, and uh, and and just voting in general. And that's one of the one of the the, um, things that that I found. And and it's a definite pattern is we are we we are faced with a, a large number of our citizens that are not voting 37 to 41% in the last, uh, 12 years, uh, that have not voted. And that, that, that reads out to be between 75 and 90 million people that haven't voted. And, and I think the reason why I bring it up is because Lauren, it's like what you say, I think there's a bunch of people out there that don't realize that there is a, there is something else and that they can be a part of it, and that they, you know, they're like, oh, I, I guarantee you, I, I, I can find a uh, a whole ton of people that, that that could be partial libertarians at the very least.
2: Yep, yep. If we could just get them on board and and even just open to the idea of joining us, I think that we could see a lot of success. But it's not going to happen overnight, and it's just something that we just have to keep pushing for, especially in a non-election year. It's hard because that initiative sort of
0: drops off. So. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, well, we're gonna go ahead and, and uh, sign off. Um, I'm thank you guys for coming. Um, you can see more of our social links on the right hand side. There, you got our our TikTok, our Twitter, our uh, um, YouTube, and I believe that last one is Twitch. Um, we will be going on the on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. We will be at we'll be, We will be adding ours to there so you can listen to us on your way home from work um, check out our, check out our, our TikTok. We're doing a bunch of shorts, uh, with information and things, uh, uh, get involved in, um, and just generalized, um, perspective that, you know, people just don't, maybe don't get all the time. And, uh, so I, I appreciate everybody for coming out. This is the Ontario podcast, and we will see you next time.